Hello and welcome to this week's episode of HNA. My name's Hannah. And I'm Alex. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about our travels, a bit of agony, and, and more. Our plan is to do a segment called What's the Tea? with a little bit of gossip, perhaps about people we know, or perhaps about the world, or perhaps about each other. We always have gossip about each other. Always. (laughs) However, due to COVID-19, nobody's allowed outside the house, so we really don't have any goings on. I mean, we probably shouldn't even be recording this episode together, but... Probably not. But don't worry, we're social distancing, guys. We are across the table. We are in distance. (laughs) So it's just fine. And we keep washing our hands. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Um, so instead, we're going to choose a quote of our liking. Hannah has many. I have many. Okay, so this week's quote is from Ali Wong's Netflix special, Hard Knock Wife. Love it. Absolutely love it. As we worked out in last week's episode, I love a good pun. Yes, you do. do You do. More on that later. (laughs) So this week's quote from Ali Wong is, My dream, my goal for the longest time was to be a trophy wife. But then I found out that in order to be a trophy wife, you have to be a trophy. And I'm more of a commemorative plaque. Fantastic. Which I think just sums both of us up. Actually, no, I would say I was more of like a, a runner-up ribbon. A runner-up ribbon. <laughs> a participation medal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I've not even got any metal on me. Oh, just <laughs> The ribbon. closest thing I have to metal is the gold typeface on the ribbon. <laughs> I feel like... Next week, you definitely need to find a quote that you've not read to me to yeah. get my genuine reaction. Yeah. Because I think because she read. I that, think that might be what I do. Hannah read that to me before we started recording, and I laughed. Yes. So I had to contain. Yes, I feel like if I get the quote and don't don't tell you what it is. Yeah, it'll be so much better. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Good plan. But anyway, this week's episode, we are going to have a chat about our travels. Seeing as we can't do any right now. So, yeah, we can't do any. We, um, actually, me and you went for a walk this morning. Um, we had a lovely yeah. walk up a hill. It was cold. It was cold. And it was a lot steeper than we remembered. It was a hill that we've climbed many, many, many mm. times. And we're trying to work out if we're more unfit or if we just forgot how steep it was. I think it's a mixture of both. Mm. Definitely a mixture of both. I can't remember the last time we climbed the hill together. It was a while ago. today. It was a while ago. But we've been, yeah, so we reminisced on the way up there on travels and we decided that we would bring them to you guys because we've had some, definitely a few interesting travels. Yes. I would say all of our travels have been interesting. Oh yeah, they've never gone off. We've never had a boring one. No, they've never gone off easy. No. Either. When would you say we first properly had like a good, like, excursion? Yeah. (laughs) Um... I have one that's came to mind, but I don't yeah. know if it was one of the first ones. Which one? When you... we stayed in the haunted castle. Oh yeah, that was for my mum's birthday. Mm-hmm. We went to this hostel for my mum's birthday, mm-hmm. and there was loads of blueberries, and we picked there loads of was. blueberries, yeah, and made blueberry smoothies. <laughs> we did because it was like a, a shared kitcheny yeah. kind of area. But the the whole thing was that there was one room that was meant to be haunted. Mm-hmm. And looking back on it, the guy owning it was totally just like 
going along with it and pulling oh, her leg. Oh, it was it. absolute bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, um, he'd like told us that this specific room was haunted. And then we went along and like listened outside the door. You could hear like a hairdryer Yeah, and there was TV. someone just drying their hair. It was just somebody just going about their daily life. Because yeah, I'm certain... Um, I'm certain he told us that it was like someone had said that in the middle of the night they had woken up and it was almost like the roof wasn't there and their hair was being pulled and and it scared me as a child it scared me I genuinely struggled it, to get to sleep it in that genuinely hostel. scared you didn't it mm -hmm. I thought it was really cool whereas now ghosty kind of stuff doesn't overly scare me that much no I've had my fair few ghosty experiences yeah I would say that was probably one of the that was one of the first because that was when I found out that you got car sick yes. Because I was very sick. Yeah, I didn't know that you got travel sick before then. So yeah, I think that was not one so of much the first. now. But when I was yeah, when I was younger, I used to get car sick all the time, yeah. even the shortest little journeys. But this wasn't a short journey. This took us a while to get there. Yeah. Because I think was it Harry Potter or was it Roald Dahl books we were listening to in audiobooks when we went there? Could have been Roald Dahl books because we didn't have Harry Potter. We had all the Roald Dahl CDs though. Mm -hmm. um, Read by famous people, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they were like famous voices. We probably listened to How to Train Your Dragon there by David Tennant as well. This is twice we've mentioned David Tennant. We've mentioned <laughs> David Tennant true. in each episode. <laughs> but I love the man. We love David Tennant. Yeah, so that was probably one of our first. Mm -hmm. um, we've done a lot of excursions, like just the two of us as well, which oh, I really yeah. like. Even mm -hmm. if it's just little ones, you know, like we quite like a good brunch. We love a good brunch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we basically just turn into middle-aged women, don't we? We do. We've not brunched since... Um, Covid. Yeah, we've not brunched recently. The last brunch we had was when you were broken. After when I was still in a wheelchair. After the skidoo incident, yeah. when I wheeled her around in a wheelchair. But as well as having our occasional little brunch closer to home, we've had a couple of bigger trips. Yeah, we have. We went further afield. Definitely further afield. We've we've had some small further afield trips. We started telling last week our London trip, but then we cut it because it was ridiculously long. Massive and tangent. Stupid, so we will not go there again this week. <laughs> yeah. Then we also we took a road trip one year down to Birmingham and we saw Lady Gaga in Birmingham. Yes. We say road trip, right? I've driven much further than that since mm -hmm. and I'm realising Birmingham is really not that it's far not away. Far. It wasn't far. It was great. It wasn't it was far. Lovely, it was lovely though. I did enjoy it. Trip. But before that, we had a, I would say, expedition. That's exactly what I'd call it. Um, where we spent two weeks cycling around Germany. Because that's a good idea. Because that's what we decided to do. For anybody that knows Germany, we started off in... Mönchengladbach. And we finished in Aschaffenburg. We did, yes. And now you always remember this better than I do. What was the... What order. were the points that we stopped uh, off at? So it was Muchengladbach, then across to Dusseldorf. Yes. Down to Cologne, to Bonn. Then we went to Koblenz. Which I always think sounds like a cleaning product had a sneeze. <laughs> Koblenz. <laughs> yeah, it does. Do you know what I like? Yeah, definitely. Koblenz was where we stayed in the ski scut Ski scut? <laughs> <laughs> this is like the shoe horse all over again. The sea scout. Was in complaint. Then we went to Rudersham en Rhein. Rudersham en Rhein? Rudersham en Rhein. Although, to be honest, that sounds a bit French. Yeah, it does a bit. I feel like if it's true German, it should be Rudersham am Rhein. <laughs> it was Rudersham en Rhein. Yes. Then we went to up to Frankfurt. Mm hmm. And then we stayed in the hostel and then we went across to Aschaffenburg. Yeah, so in order, through that, 
the issues that happened <laughs> go yes. as such. Right. So we started off in Wuchengladbach. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lovely, cute little campsite. Oh, it was... Oh, I loved it. I loved it. There was a little hut mm-hmm. and it had fairy lights and yeah, it was a really, really kitchen, nice. The kitchen table. It um, was beautiful. We it was like a thoroughly spoiled at that campsite. Oh, hundred percent. It was like a little German cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. It was adorable. So we started off there, went through Dusseldorf to mm-hmm. Cologne. Cologne. We stayed in a lovely campsite there as well, actually. Mm-hmm. I quite like that one. People that lived there. Yeah, they just stayed there. Elderly folk. Constantly. It was kind of like a caravan park would be here, mm-hmm. where they own, I don't know, like a pitch. Yeah, but it was tense. I suppose, but they just didn't ever leave. There was one little old sweet old lady that was lovely, yeah. and then there was this old little man that randomly one day, when we were sitting eating, just came over with some food. Fried celery. No, it was asparagus. Was it asparagus? It Why was. did I think it was celery? Green and long. <laughs> it was like um like deep fried, like yeah, in but, a batter. Um, it was a bit bizarre. Oh no, there's a name for it though. It's like um tempura. Ah, uh, of course, of course, of yeah. course. Um because it wasn't just asparagus. It was mostly asparagus. Yeah, but there was like peppers and But there was yeah, there was peppers and I think maybe broccoli. Surprisingly, the only time I've ever liked asparagus. Oh no, so I love an asparagus. I don't normally like mm-hmm. asparagus, so mm-hmm. that was quite good for me. Yeah, the following morning was when we set off. Yeah, and we'd been to the shops to get like sandwich stuff so yeah, we could supplies. make lunches to take with us. So me and Alexander had taken it upon ourselves to go and make these sandwiches for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we cut the bread, we got our toppings out. No, we didn't cut the bread. Oh no! Oh yes! <laughs> they have machines on mainland, oh, in mainland fantastic. Europe. I think these are in America as well. I genuinely them? think the UK is the only place it doesn't happen. Because, well, they definitely have them in Spain. Because when I was mm. in Barcelona in January, they I, were there I too. I think I've seen videos, like TikTok videos, of them in America as well. Yeah. Um, but Especially you, in Lidl. Yeah, in Lidl. And you you choose like the thickness of your slice and how many slices you want. Yep. And then you put the loaf in mm-hmm. and you close it over. And this giant <laughs> knife comes out and just like shing shing shing. It's incredible. And cuts the bread up faster than anything I've seen in my life. Because well, in the United Kingdom, you have to ask. Like you have to go mm. to the bakery section with your loaf of bread and go, "Can you please cut this?" And then they'll take it away and they'll cut it and they'll put it in a bag. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have these? I don't know. It would. I don't know. Maybe because you can't shove your hand in it. Takes takes jobs away. But then they still need to be there to bake the bread. That's true. It doesn't make any sense understand. to me. It doesn't make any sense. I would love to have them here. I would love to have one in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I would cut everything with it. <laughs> like vegetables. Just, uh, Alex, hun, uh, Dicey's carrots for me. <laughs> no worries, mother. <laughs> Chuck it in. Yeah. But yes, so sandwiches. We took it upon ourselves to make sandwiches. We so thought... we'd got like we'd got everything out. Mm-hmm. We were ready to make these sandwiches and we opened up. So you know when you go to restaurants and you get uh-huh. those little packets of butter? But it was slightly bigger. Yeah, it was a bit thicker. So we got a couple of them, hadn't we? For the we bread. Like four. And we opened up the first one to butter the bread. And do tell what we were presented with, <laughs> Alexander. Hannah and I opened this packet up and it was grey. And smelled like fish. Yes. <laughs> We had thought that it had just gone off overnight. Yeah, we thought maybe this was just really off butter. Like, we were like, but there's no way we can use this. <laughs> um, and Alexander, out of interest, just Google translated <laughs> the words on the front of this packet of butter. Yeah. 
Um, I am now saying butter in air quotation marks. Yes. Yep. And we were met with Google Translate saying it was fresh yeast. So we suddenly just had these four packs of fresh yeast. <laughs> no, we and we were just bust. We were just bust about this because it was absolutely ridiculous. We genuinely couldn't do anything with them. Yeah. It was just packets of yeah. yeast. <laughs> I mean, we weren't planning on making our own bread. <laughs> no. We didn't have an oven. <laughs> I love the way, I love the way that is your it first was, worry about trying to make bread on the road. We probably would have made bread if we had an oven. Genuinely, it was a block of fresh yeast. It was grey. It was hilarious. We were so bust. Like, I don't think, did we even make the sandwiches? Did we just have butterless sandwiches? Yeah, I think we had butterless sandwiches. Like. No, no, we didn't. No. We didn't make the sandwiches. We packed everything back up and we bought butter on the road. From there, throughout this trip, we were constantly text challenges that we had to achieve. Yeah. We had like a challenge a day, I think. I think so. We had a list of them that we had to achieve, but then we were also text them throughout to be yeah. like, this is a new challenge you need to do. Go visit this, go do yeah. this, go take a picture of this, whatever. So before this, we had to scrap a challenge. Because it was like really far out. Yeah, it was, we had to go and visit a certain statue, but it was... Which was, like, at the top of a vineyard. Oh, yeah, and it was, like, way, 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 way too far away. Mm. So our challenge that we were then given, if any of you guys have seen the BBC TV show Top Gear... I didn't realise this is what it was from. Yeah, they have a challenge, I think it's when they're in India and they're on motorbikes, where they have to buy something for each person, mm -hmm. and they then have to keep it and use it for the rest of the trip. It has to stay on their bike or be yeah. used for the rest of the trip. Um, so we were only on day four, I think, at this point. Yeah. We were not long into the trip. Yeah. So I got given a bright <clears throat> pair of pink leggings. They were amazing. I wore them for a lot of the trip. You did. I think you wore them over your... I wore them over my cycling shorts. Yeah. Because they were they were like high-vis almost. Yeah, they so were it... probably actually really good, like, safety-wise. Mm -hmm. But then it meant I got really bad tan lines on my knees. It was, like, straight across my knee. You did. And then, Hannah, what did I give you? Oh. Because I got given Hannah in the draw. So, Alexander decided to give me one of these novelty phone cases. <laughs> Do tell, what shape? A banana shape. It was labelled the largest phone, phone case, case in, in the, the world. world. <laughs> it was probably about the length of my forearm. Probably bigger. Mm-hmm. It was huge. It was, like, the length of an average forearm. Yeah. It was absolutely massive. Yeah. And I thought this was absolutely hilarious that I got you this phone case. I was outraged to the point of tears. You cried a lot. I, I hated this. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i not, like, a kind of vain, kind of aesthetic-y person. Mm -hmm. But the thought of, like, purely just the thought of lugging it around. Oh, yeah. It was, was, there was no way it was going in a pocket. It was too much for me. Uh -huh. It was too much. And my phone is, like... Everything. Yeah, and you had a small phone at this point. It was an iPhone 4. It was. Like, it was wee. It was little. <laughs> now you have a bigger phone, but... Now I have a humongous phone. But, my God, it was a big, big phone phone case. Oh, it was... Yeah, I hated. I hated this phone you case. You hated every moment of it. I did. It was absolutely... To the point hilarious. that I made you buy me something else. You binned it. I did. You binned it pretty instantly. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Because you went into a shop. And I was just like, no. Yeah, you binned it. I'm not carrying this. No. <laughs> I went away and then got you another, I got you a water bottle, I think. So after Bonn, we went to Rue de Chamorin. Rue de Chamorin. I think. I um, believe we did. 
Yes, because this was when we got the train. Yeah, so we... <laughs> the train. <laughs> the train. We No, we went to Glen's. So after Bond, we stayed in the Sea Scout hut. Had a really sophisticated night by the fire, drinking wine, having pasta. Spaghetti bolognese. Spaghetti bolognese. So yeah, the cycle from Koblenz to Rudisham would have been horrendously long. I believe it was 42 miles. Like, that's quite... Considering this this was not a trip for Mm-mm. kind of mileage. No. It was it was for culture and... And it was also 41 degrees that day. It was one of oh the God, hottest yes, days that was. Jeremy had seen. It was. It was ridiculously warm. I think we all cycled in... So me and Hannah cycled in shorts and mm-hmm. sports bras. And you guys all cycled with your shirts off. I did not. Shorts. I never would do that. I'm sorry. I always cycled with the t-shirt on. I, I had, feel like, bad for t-shirts. you because you wouldn't even wear a tank top. Like, that's not something you would wear either. The only thing I got was, like, when I had my backpack on, my back was so warm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to get a train instead um, because it wasn't, yeah, I say it wasn't about the mileage or anything. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure when we were on the train, we actually spotted the statue we that did. we were meant yep, to we did, go we to. Did, we did. Um, but we also, so we knew which stop. Well, we, we got needed. split up on the train. Yeah, we were in two different carriages. Mm-hmm. We could see each other, mm-hmm. but we could not really hear each other. No, because because um, there was a door in between, wasn't there? No, because I came down to speak to you. What was in between was a stag party. Yes. Playing music really really loudly mm-hmm. so us being from the uk from scotland we had no idea what the tannoy was saying to say when the we just knew that we wanted to get were. off at rudisham and rhyme mm-hmm. but what we didn't realize was the same way there'd be like london stansted london central yeah right it was the same thing but rudisham is not as big as london it's not big <laughs> like, so there was several so you guys heard one, and then I was like, no, 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 it's the next one. You guys got off at the next one, but me and Hannah couldn't get through. Yeah, you got stuck. And people were laughing. People were laughing, but just not letting us through. Yeah. So we then stayed on, we are like, we'll just get off at the next one, they'll mm-hmm. meet us. So we got off at the next one, and then we all worked out that we were meant to get off at one further than the one that we'd come off at. Two stations Two further. further. Two stations further. So we still had to cycle very, very far. So it ended up being split guys and girls. It did, yeah. So there was you and Hannah and us guys, the three yeah. of us. Yeah. Um. So we Google mapped it and it turns out either we could have cycled down a motorway mm-hmm. or cycled an actual path. We decided it would be a really good idea to do the path because... Yeah, because it wasn't just like down the side, like on a path on the motorway. It was literally on the side of the motorway. Yeah, like it was, you would cycle where the cars go on a motorway. Yeah. And this is Germany. Like... They are not... No. Also, we were on the wrong side of the road. So to get to the side of the road that we needed to to cycle, we would have had to go back and find a space through the barrier. Mm -hmm. And we had bike trailers on, so we couldn't even lift our bikes over. It was not a simple excursion. No. So we did the trail, Mm -hmm. which took us up a vineyard. Literally. Like, we went up the side of this valley. Oh, steep. To then come back down the other side. <laughs> and then as we, then we were like, well, we can't go any further. We're going to have to take the road. So there was, a, there was like a, an underpass mm-hmm. that took us to the right side of the road. We cycled. And about 10 minutes later, we see two people cycling in front of us. And we were like, is that the girls? And it was. It was you guys. Mm-hmm. And we were absolutely shitting a brick. Middle of this motorway. Yeah. Cycling. But yeah, we eventually got to this campsite, which was actually... 
a delightful campsite. It was lovely. It was lovely. We just got there in time. Yeah, because it was closing. I think we got there at like half nine. Y- yeah, it was it late. It was really it late. It was late. Really, really late. So from there, we went to Frankfurt, which was our final pretty much stop on the trip. Started off in this campsite and my knee was quite painful. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I've got terrible joints, really. Mm-hmm. Um Sorry, I'm just realising over the two podcasts, people are going to realise I really shouldn't be a ski instructor. No. <laughs> um, Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so my knee was really sore. Um, and we got there, and they were really, really nice. They let us just sit. They gave me some painkillers. Yeah. Um, which, looking back, I probably shouldn't take drugs from strangers, but life goes on. I'm still alive. Just. Just. <laughs> um, and they gave me these, like, they were like mini cheddar-style biscuits, but they were all different shapes. They were like fishes and rockets. Yeah. And they were like one of the ones you get at Christmas. Yeah, and they were really nice. I really liked them. Yeah. Um. So we stayed in this campsite. Um. But we sat outside that night because you were, you were in so much pain. Other mm. Hannah was in so much pain. We're all in pain. We're all in pain. It was the final few last little stretch. We had sat outside and we cooked outside, didn't we as well? Mm-hmm. But everyone else had gone away but us because I had stayed with you. So everyone yeah. else had gone away to get food. Yeah. But we, me and you sat on the wall outside and I think mm-hmm. we both kind of looked at each other and went, I think we need to do a hostel now. We did think about it then, didn't we? We were like, oh, what I would give for like a real shower mm-hmm. and a bed. Because, well, this campsite had showers. But these showers were just one cubicle. With a, three showers. With about three showers in them. <laughs> Yeah. So you would go to shower and there would just be like some random old man in there, completely starkers. Mm-hmm. It was it was an experience. <laughs> it was definitely an experience. I got shouted at a random old by a random old man. You did. So we had cooked tea and we cooked we'd, carrots. We'd cooked carrots. And you know how like the water of carrots goes a little bit orange? Just ever so slightly. So I'd went into the bathroom to pour the water away, which in hindsight why didn't we just pour it in the grass? I don't know. I think I, I needed say. to wash the pot too. You did. And we couldn't find a pot wash place. Mm-hmm. So I'd gone inside and um, I poured it out. And this guy started shouting at me in German. No, no, no. Toilet. Toilet. No pot. Toilet. So this old man had clearly thought that you'd just been pissing in a pot. Yeah. And then decided to pour it out in the sink. It was mortifying. Absolutely mortifying. Because I couldn't. Because I was speaking back to him saying, no, it's carrots. Nothing. Understand word. Nothing. He was still shouting about how I shouldn't use the pot. I should use the carrot. Uh, use the carrot. <laughs> how I should have used the toilet. Yeah. And we got horrendously bug bitten that night as well, didn't we? Yeah, because our, well, our tent fell down. Oh, it did? We woke up and the entrance to our tent was on my head. Which is hilarious. We had a lovely night's sleep that night. Mm-hmm. So we, um, that morning we decided... We are going to go for a hostel. Mm-hmm. So we cycled to a hostel in the middle of Frankfurt. Now Frankfurt, a little bit like Amsterdam, has, Just a smidge. has got a red light district. We went for a hostel in the kind of borders of No, Seth. it was. Oh, was it in? Yeah, okay. We went for a hostel in the red light district. We didn't know this at the time of booking. Because no, it looked really nice. And, yeah, it was really nice. And it nice. was really nice, yeah. Um, but when we got there, we walked in. Before we even walked Before in. Before we even walked in, yeah. Because we stood across the street for a while. And kind of just gasped at what we were seeing. <laughs> because the outside looked like a gay strip club, <laughs> nightclub-esque vibe. <laughs> a little burlesque <laughs> but 
Like for men only. Turns out it was. 100% <laughs> was. We asked where we were going to put our bikes. Yeah. And he said, oh, you can use the theatre. In a youth hostel. <laughs> Let that just settle in. The theatre. What? So we were brought down <laughs> several flights of stairs to a dressing room. It was dark sets of stairs. Yeah. Where we then put our bikes. Mm-hmm. And we were also told that's where we could do laundry. Yep, because that's where the washing machine was. Dimitri and Darius on the front desks. Yes. Were lovely. They, now, they couldn't have been nicer. Honestly, Demetrius couldn't have been nicer, nicer. was probably, like, he was quite, he wasn't hugely tall. And he was kind of skinny. Mm-hmm. Very, like, well-kept. Mm-hmm. Darius mm-hmm. was, the only way I can describe him is a bear. Darius was definitely a bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was huge. Mm-hmm. He was huge. He was hairy. He was But he gruff. was lovely. There were it was both of them were lovely. Really, really. I would go back stay. in a heartbeat. Like, <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> but, um, and then the hostel was just above it, and it was just like a normal family friendly yeah. hostel. <laughs> but just imagine the fact arriving after nine or eight days of cycling to arrive at a strip club hostel. It's not what you need. Keep in mind, we hadn't showered for several days. We looked horrific, and we were just we were going insane oh, at this point. Strip club hostel. So the street went. To the left, strip club hostel, cafe, McDonald's, sex shop. On the other side went cafe, takeaway, like kebab takeaway, doctor's surgery. (laughs) I mean, you've got everything you need for a good night on one street. Hannah, other Hannah and I walked down the street, I remember, to go and get something from the shopping from the shop, mm-hmm. and I literally saw women do a line of coke off the curb. Yeah, it was it was an interesting part of town. Literally, but, I mean, as I say, cultural trip. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we really got to the nitty gritty part of Frankfurt. Definitely. Oh, and then the same day, we get a news alert on our phones that someone had literally just set themselves on fire down the street. Yep, I totally forgot about that. They set themselves on fire in the train station, the tra- hadn't they? Yeah, outside the train station. But we also there was also a riot the next there day. There was also a riot the next day. It was yeah, like a riot parade thing. Uh huh. It was more of a riot. Yeah, than it, was a parade. A, it was a full on riot. We were told stay in the hostel, yeah. um, which we did. Until and it rained it down, and I feel passed. like that was God smiting them. But we loved the hostel, and then from there we, um, you guys cycled, and me. We've completely skipped over the story of why we wanted to tell the hostel story. Yeah. So the next day in the hostel, we woke mm-hmm. up and... Because um, we only planned on staying there one night. Yeah. And we were like, right, come on, guys. Up and at him. Open those eyes. Mm-hmm. And at that point, one of our other group members, this our, was you our team going, members... open your eyes. Yeah. Uh, just turned around and went, I could if I would. I looked at us and his eye was the size of a... <laughs> golf ball. Golf ball. Yeah. Like, it was so swollen. Um... And he'd clearly been... Me and you, I think, in unison, just went, Whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what the it fuck has happened? Mental. Um, so we saw that and just went, Yeah, okay, we're staying another day. <laughs> yeah. And you'd already been up and got ready that morning. Yes. So you took, you took him to the pharmacy. I did. I took him to the pharmacy. And then and I was getting ready for... All... Yeah, and then they said to take him to the doctors. Uh-huh. So then Alexander took him to the doctors. And, and was there for... Near two and a half hours, three yeah. hours, and he forgot his e hick as well. He forgot his so European he health to, card. Yeah, he had to pay 
for all of his medical we care. We paid, I think, near 200 euros. Yeah. Because he needed medication, he needed to get his eye checked, there was time for the doctor. It was, yeah. Um, it was a mess. It was a faff. So we decided for him, he would get the train, mm-hmm. and I decided to get the train with him so that he wasn't alone, and seeing as I, my, my legs were sore. Okay. Um, and you guys cycled the rest of the way. Which wasn't far. Which wasn't a huge amount, no. no. And we got to Aschaffenburg, and we stayed in a lovely hotel there. Um, which was I don't think I've ever been so thankful for a shower until we went to that hostel. Yeah, because we did a video diary, mm-hmm. and you can literally, like, we look like different people mm-hmm. from before going into the hostel. And we had the most out. amazing food as well, because, well, the f- they had a food court at the shopping centre down the street. Oh. We we actually, that was when it turned into a holiday, because we shopped. We like, did. we went and actually shopped in the shopping centre. We yeah. didn't just go in for food. No, 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 I, I, we the, went the to, pair, like, Hollister. The and... pair of jeans I am currently wearing now, I bought no way. in Pool and Bear. <laughs> In Frankfurt. I love that. And yeah, we it was great. Yeah, it was good. And we had, um, I think we had Thai food most nights. And we had donuts and we had ice cream. You guys had Thai food. We had pizza. Me and Hannah had pizza. We did. It was a lovely trip. We had a great time. Um, we got home safe. We're still alive. <laughs> so alive. We're still very much alive. Um, I'm quite surprised you didn't hurt yourself as much as you did. As much I'm surprised you. I didn't have like a major injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We shall get into um your agony well not your agony ant questions we'll get into the we'll get into the agony ant questions after this short break. So Hannah, what is this week's agony ant question? So this week's agony ant question is, in this time of self-isolation, what can I do to keep myself entertained without breaking any of the social distancing guidelines? Right, this is a hard one. Yeah. People often, I think, currently are getting a lot of mixed messages. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are saying, stay in your house, don't leave, this kind of stuff. But... I think as long as you are being incredibly socially responsible and you know where yeah. you're going, you're not going to see anyone. You're not going to stand face to face and have conversations with strangers. It's more about the distancing from people mm-hmm. than keeping yourself inside. Mm-hmm. Going outside is fine. Mm-hmm. So I definitely one of my recommendations would be going on a walk mm-hmm. or going on a cycle or going on a run. Stuff like this because obviously lots of people exercise classes are cancelled mm-hmm. and um, they're maybe not getting to go to the gym. They're not able to kind of do their normal kind of routine. I know I'm definitely struggling with this with my lack of work. So to kind of keep that fitness up, definitely think about going outside. And fresh air is so, so important for people and keeping their kind of morale up and keeping themselves feeling happy. Um, I think... Especially in the UK, I think it's great the way that everyone is kind of banding together. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's Metaphorically, a lot, not metaphorically, literally. Metaphorically, <laughs> you're not allowed to go near anyone. But um, there are a lot of online fitness classes that have became free. I think um, Joe Wicks, yep. what's, I can't remember what his like brand is kind of thing. He does uh, exercise classes, yeah. Yeah, he's doing exercise classes, especially for children that are off school right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, and I think they're great. He did one this morning, 9am. PE from home. Oh, that's lovely. On his, I think, YouTube. I think it's great. Mm. Really great. 
Um, so there's definitely loads of options, kind of exercise-wise. Um, I found as well, personally, that I've actually got time to read books and do bits of drawing that I, I wouldn't not. normally... <laughs> I have not read I have not read a book in a very long time. <laughs> but normally I wouldn't have the time for this because normally I'm at work and I just... Well, I do have the time, but I don't make the time. I'm finding I'm kind of becoming more interested in doing that again, so... I think it's going to show people that they, they need to take more time for themselves. Yeah. I yeah. think... People are so, especially in the UK, mainland Europe, not so much because they're so lackadaisical and so laid back in some of their stuff. I love it. But here it's so like, go, 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 go. Yeah. I think it'll give people like a little bit of breathing space. Mm -hmm. They'll be able to just concentrate on themselves. As I say, picking up old hobbies that they have maybe put aside. Um, I'd also say kind of um, like self-care may be a mm -hmm. good way to kind of spend your time so you know if you've always thought oh I really want to do that skincare routine or I wanted to start this diet I wanted to start baking or making my own food now's the time to do it you can get into that habit while you've not got the pressures of other kind of life things going on and then when we do finally get back to normal maybe they'll keep going yeah hopefully I think self-care is definitely a big part of this mm -hmm. um you need to be really careful I think especially with mental health um, yeah being stuck in your house is not going to be easy. it's not good for you so it's uh, yeah look out look after yourselves you know concentrate on you do what you want to do try and not have too much screen time yeah i would say because i think that's a really easy thing to do especially with disney plus launching this week oh, try yes. not to it's going to be so hard for me because well the day we're, we're recording this on monday mm -hmm. disney plus comes out at midnight tonight. yes Yes. I think I'm going to struggle. But at the same time, those TV shows that you don't normally have the time to binge. Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Mm. You know, go ahead. If you're self-isolating and you are with a partner, you can do that whole day in bed watching movies with food and takeaway and everything. Treat yourself. Yeah. And it's all part of self-care. Yeah. Do what you think's necessary. Yeah. Get out. Be fit. Just try not to come in contact with anyone. Yeah. It might be a little bit more difficult if you live in a city. I don't really know. Um, We're a bit more countryside. But so. I think even if you are living in a city, you can still do things to get out. Yeah. Those ways. Even if that's a case of opening the windows, mm. you know, just... Get fresh air. Go outside and read a book outside. Yeah. You don't have to come in contact with people. You don't have to socialise with people. Just, you know, and... I just want to say a quick shout out to anybody who's going to have their birthday in the end of March and in April, because I know I am, and it's, you know, it's probably going to be a Skype one, I'm going to be honest, um, you know, but if anybody does have their birthday, grab some drinks, get on Skype, yeah. get that group call going, yeah. and all of you can have a party in your own house. <laughs> but just try and not get too downhearted about everything, you know, we're all in the same boat, you know, there's all, all of us are going to have a point where we crack. Let it happen. Go to your happy place again. Find your zen. And when we're all out of this, <laughs> go and treat yourself to a spa day. Well, because we are. Because we definitely <laughs> are. Because we need it. Yes. <laughs> On that note, though, we are going to say goodbye for this week. I think so, because we have recorded for an hour again. But we're only half an hour episodes, so yeah. <laughs> this is going to be fun edit. Mm. 
I'll keep you busy. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for listening this week. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at podhanda at gmail.com. So that's P-O-D-H-A-N-D-A at gmail.com. You can also visit our Anchor page, which is anchor.fm slash H-A-Pod. And on that Anchor page, you can see everywhere that you can listen to us, which is Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also listen to the episodes on Anchor if you'd like. And you can also send us a voicemail on Anchor if you have any agony and questions. Let us know if you want to keep anonymous. We'll probably do anything. Well, see you next week, guys. See you later. Bye.